Welcome to Jam Sessions backstage at the Nova Scotia Music Week 2021. We're here interviewing local artists. I'm Andrew from Andrew's Alcove and the Second Button Podcast, and with me is a Jam Sessions co-host, Darcy Walsh. Hello, hello. With us right now, we have Tim Hatcher from Good Dear Good. Good Dear Good is a romance between gritty and smooth, immersive harmonies, bold guitar, warm bass, electrifying synth, and a vital heartbeat behind each drum line. Good Dear Good brings something together that is living, breathing, and above all, good. A gripping pop rock sound with an alternative step further, based in the city of Halifax. Welcome, Tim. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. So when I was uh, researching Good Dear Good a little bit, and I, I definitely knew the name. Um, that, I have a few questions about you personally, but uh, right off the bat, where did the name come from? Is that your... Yeah, so yeah. we were kind of nameless for the first few months of uh, jamming and getting together and um, couldn't really settle on a name. We had a few things kind of floating around, but nothing that really stuck. And um, yeah, I was just up until like three or four in the morning one night and couldn't sleep. And I made a big list of like all these potential names um, in my phone. And Good Dear Good was one of them that just kind of stood out. And the next day I was reading them off to the bandmates and they're like, yeah, we like that one. So we kind of, we yeah. kind of went with that. But um, myself and Brandon were both from Cape Breton. So it's, there like you a go. Saying, <laughs> it's a saying that we've heard like all our lives. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of why it uh, stuck there. Actually, it's a very it's local so saying that fits. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was our we're brothers. So I was our father that when he saw what I was doing, he's like, they from Cape Breton. Yeah. One of these must be. Yeah. yeah no, that's why I wrote you away when we were corresponding. I was like, I like that day. <laughs> so your first album was The Storm? Uh, ju- it- just a single, yes. Oh, that was just the single? Yeah, so we okay. have the, the single The Storm. Um, we only have the two singles out right now, so it was the storm. And that's what I was going to get at too, because I I know the song "The Storm," and mm-hmm. I know you played it last night, and I knew that "Guess Again" was just a single from this year. Yeah. So, does that mean that there's an album coming? Uh, so, ideally, we're hoping to compile like um, an EP, like a six-song EP, by the end of um, 2022. So, between now and next year, we're ideally hoping to have a six-song EP compiled that we can release. Um, including the two singles that Perfect. are already out. Yeah, so we'll, we're hopefully going to get uh, get the next four songs recorded and put those all on it. And so there's no physical release yet? You just, Like you're on Bandcamp? Uh, yeah, so there's no physical releases. So we're on uh, all streaming platforms, Spotify, mm-hmm. Bandcamp, uh, Apple Music, all that kind of stuff. So um, everyone should go out and buy those two songs to decide <laughs> yeah, whether or not they want the full one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it, a good, uh, good tester to see if they're uh, willing to buy our EP when it comes out, because those will be physical, ideally, as well. So awesome. does that mean that you formed during the pandemic, or was this like just slightly before? It was then? a bit before. So in 2018... Um, in the summer we like released all of our socials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fall of 2018 kind of going into towards Christmas and stuff, we started playing, uh, we had a couple shows. Um, and then 2019 was just, yeah, just sort of building like, a um, a brand and ourselves just like by playing shows, like opening up for people and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, got some pretty awesome opportunities out of that. And then it wasn't until 2020 that we actually had a single to release. And then yep. as soon as we released it a month later, the world shut down. Yes. So we kind of lost the, uh, the wind in our sails a bit, but we're starting to kind of, uh, clot back. The, the <laughs> scene's starting to grow back again. It seems yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're yeah, starting to pick up a bit. You can see new buds of life popping yeah. up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right now. Yeah. So during that time frame, 
um, events like this one here, the Nova Scotia Music Week, where you had the opportunity for the uh, East Coast Music Awards, but because of the pandemic, they went virtual. Yeah. So uh, I did watch your video where you recorded with three songs, I believe. Yes, yes. So the question I have there is, if you only have two singles... How was it that before the second single was out, you had three songs to play? Were you doing solo stuff oh, that you incorporated? We um like we did have like full sets of music okay. like, that we've been playing like as a band like, at our shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like we have like over an hour's worth of like original music that we have. It's just a matter of getting into the studio and finding the money to actually pay a producer sure. to like, record it and stuff for us. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So like I I I write kind of in my free time a lot. So when the ECMA thing came around, I did have like a couple solo songs that I hadn't played okay. with the band yet. So I was like, ah, like perfect. I'll, I'll try these out now that I have the opportunity to. Um, and uh, yeah, so there was a couple that, that I threw in that. And so is that those are very good songs. Oh, thank you. But are they going to be fleshed out by the full band? Yeah. So some point? Um, for uh, that album. Two, yeah. So two of them that I played for the ECMA thing, uh, we do play as a band now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Guess Again was one of them, actually, and it was after we had released a single. Um, but then there was another one that we just played last night when we played our showcase. That's, like, one of our newest ones that we just started working on as um, the full band. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that I played, um, we haven't brought that into the band yet, but uh, probably will at some point. Not too sure of those songs, like, which ones will make the cut for the EP yet. We have like a few like definite ones and then ones that are kind of, you know, wondering if we're going to you know, use this one or the other one um, type thing. But it's, uh, yeah, it's still, it's still tough to say. <laughs> and those two singles, we can tag them on the end of this for the people listening to the audio download. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and we'll let you know when the release date is. Cool. Um, and for anyone listening, if you check the show notes by this point, there should be links in there for that social media, YouTube, Bandcamp, and if there's anything you want to add to it, you can just let me know later cool. and we'll Sweet. add that on. Uh, another thing I wanted to kind of get into, we'd like to go back for your own musical journey. We usually try to find out that for the specific artists that we're interviewing, what their introduction to music was and how that cool. grew. But uh, I'll get you to do that for a couple minutes, but maybe if you could bring it up to the point where you started to work with, uh, I, I'm aware of a couple of the people that you play yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Connor Booth, on drums. Yeah. So uh, we actually interviewed uh, A.T. and Jax earlier. So oh, okay, Connor's yeah. brothers were cool, those yeah. guys. Uh, Quiet Parade I had heard of, which mm-hmm. was one of his bands. But I, I would be lying if I, I... I wouldn't be able to name a song, so he'd bust me in seconds. Yeah. But I, I definitely <laughs> knew that name. Um, and then uh, is it Isra? Isra, yeah. Yeah. So I'd met her yesterday. I, I cool. see her posters everywhere. I was aware of her as a solo performer. Mm-hmm. Um then I see that she's playing with you and she seems to be one of these musicians. There's a handful of them, but they're in every band yeah, here. She wears many, many hats. Yeah. She's in um the eighties cover band Maximum Overdrive as well. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know that one. That's... She played, yeah, she played a few songs with uh, like a motorcycle last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw I saw her going in for the sound check earlier <laughs> yeah, in the day. She's yeah. she's ever present. <laughs> So, uh, Brandon McDonald, I didn't know much about. Is he? Is it? I think his says uh, when I go into Instagram and look him up, it just says I play in Good Deer. Good. Yeah, and that's the only information <laughs> yeah. I can find him anywhere. I'm like, all right. So. Yeah, so he's he's only in Good Deer Good. Yeah, um, wicked trumpet player. Actually, he used to play in the Canadian youth band. Cool. Um, when he was in high school and stuff like that. Uh, 
we all know each other from school because we all went to oh, okay. um, the NSCC Music Arts Program. Okay. And Brandon and I actually have dated for the past six years. So oh, like, we've been okay. together since uh, 2015. And we, oh, there you go. Yeah, and we went to school together, and then we linked up with like Connor and Isra through that, just like playing in ensembles and stuff like that. So does that lend to uh, maybe the two of you fleshing out a couple songs and then bringing it to the other two? Um, usually they, like, I usually write them, and then we all just work on them at the same okay. time. Um, sometimes, like, Brandon and I might just, like, work on something at home, but, like, we rarely ever co-write. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Some, well, sometimes we do, I guess. It's more so like he might like start with like some sort of melody or like guitar or bass thing, and or like I'll do that, and then we'll just kind of like throw some ideas off each other. But sure, uh, it's yeah. a little more of a fluid process than like a cookie yeah. cutter yeah, assembly exactly. line. Yeah. It's different every time, honestly. Like even just writing on my own, it's kind of like a different. Uh, structure kind of comes together differently every time. It's kind of how it comes to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And do, do yeah. you find that because? Well, I don't, like I said, I don't know much of Brandon, so I can't speak to him. It's no knock on you, Brandon, if you're listening to this episode, which you are. Uh, But like with the other two where they're playing different genres as well, do you find if you're writing with an acoustic guitar and you have some lyrics and you bring it to them that they're bringing something different? different to it like they obviously flesh it out like mm-hmm. and that's the case with most of the people that have been here you you do see a lot of them doing solo stuff and then with a full band yeah and there is a big difference it's a fuller sound and it opens it up but do you find that they're bringing something different to the songs than what you heard in your head when you were creating it because they're familiar with other genres yeah i would, I would say sometimes like it's especially now that we've been playing together for like so so many well not so many years but the last few years um there's definitely like a sound kind of attached to good dear good itself now so they kind of know like what we're you sure. know what we're going for and stuff like that but um that being said they like always come up with stuff um on their own that like i might not have necessarily came up with like yeah. we're, we're very open with like ideas um, of like forms for the song like how we think like the things could be moved around or anything like that which is really helpful and i think having like the different um uh, different minds in the room <laughs> definitely like helps yeah. kind of take take it somewhere that like I myself might not have been able to all by myself. So it's it's really great being able to work with them in that way. Well, that's awesome. So when did you personally start into music? Like, was it as a child? Something struck K- you? Kinda, or? yeah. I guess um, I uh, was like I grew up in a semi musical household. Like my my brother and dad. Um, always played guitar. Um, my brother sang and stuff like that. My dad played like the plays really, really well. Um, but I've only ever really heard him play the same five songs <laughs> all oh, yeah. the time. Um, but he plays them well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he rocks it. But um, yeah, so I kind of grew up just like with like music around, and I've always enjoyed music. Um, I was in like a few musicals and stuff when I was a kid, and like mm-hmm. singing and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until I I got my first guitar when I was probably twelve ish. Um, and didn't really get into it, like played it a little bit, uh, but didn't really get into it until I was probably in high school. Um, and I liked playing, like started learning covers, started singing, um, played like school talent shows, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I started writing my own stuff that like things like really clicked and took off for me. Cause it was like, okay, like this, this, that was great. <laughs> I like that. Um, and it's, uh, one of the, one of the things that I can do and I like to do. So I was like, uh, um, yeah, I just kind of leaned into it a lot harder and started writing more and more. Um, I, I did go away to school, um, 
at St. FX for a couple of years, but ended up dropping out of that to go to school for music mm-hmm. and uh, been kind of doing this ever since. So just playing music. Um, and yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much how it, how it began. So timing wise, the pandemic was unfortunate because it would slow things down. But do you think having that slowdown allowed you to spend more time thinking about or putting the effort into like fleshing a song out or even like you mentioned yourself, like the, the branding aspect, like to get the name out there, mm. whether it be social media or your posters are littered all over the hotel. <laughs> yeah. and I like the little <laughs> tiny, uh, they're almost like CD size square posters yeah. that you have around because you instantly, they're very bright, similar color schemes to what jam sessions is always using too. So they stuck out to me yeah. when I was going by and it's instantly, Everybody knows there's a band called Good Dear Good around here. The yeah. very, very latest. Yeah, I like them to be eye-catching if I can. So, if I can <laughs> do you find that the pandemic having everything slowed down actually gave you time to put into it? Um, I definitely wrote. <laughs> I got got to do some writing, but um, honestly, it, it definitely took the wind out of our sails a bit. Kind of um, dragged us out of a, a, a bit of a momentum that we had going, which mm-hmm. was unfortunate. Um Definitely got to like, you know, kind of experience other things like doing the online showcase for ECMA and like we did um, the music business program at NSCC did like an online thing like a couple months into the pandemic. Okay. Um, I was part of a thing called uh, Covers for Comfort, which people would write in and uh, dedic- like ask for a local musician to do a cover for somebody else in the country or whoever it's like it'd be like hey this is a cover for so-and-so from so-and-so um did that did did some like cool things that i wouldn't have been able to do outside or might not have thought to do outside of the pandemic right um so there's there's definitely pros and cons to it all unfortunately it did kind of you know kick us in the guts a bit and kind of like Mm -hmm. made us lose our um our momentum and kind of we're still kind of recovering trying to you know get that back and kind of work around that but um, slowly but surely, I think I think things are okay, and I'm happy for the opportunities that I had over the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but like like anything, I guess it has had a pro, has had its pros and cons. I found personally, when everything got shut down, I was like, okay, all this free time can't go anywhere. It's time to create stuff. Yeah, but it didn't really work out that way. And it's like, no, you have all this time at home, and then you don't have that motivation to create because you're not going to be sharing it anywhere outside yeah. your apartment or right. house. Yeah, exactly. The, like there were a few times that I had like um, little spouts of like inspiration, I guess. But yeah, um, so yeah, I was able to like do some things, but like uh, if I could, I think I'd just rather not have the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be preferred. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. to that end, I guess this event itself is a sign that things are reopening. Like mm-hmm. people are starting to get back out to shows that, and the crowds being a little bit smaller is not necessarily a bad thing. I was, had this conversation uh, with a couple people I met last night here. It's kind of nice that it's not an overwhelming amount of people in a room, which in the past pre pandemic, you just accepted that that was a show. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you might go home with bruises and not remember seeing the band because you were protecting yourself all night. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's also not so low numbers that it's embarrassing for the artist to be on stage or for that sure. if you're standing at a show that the band's watching you just as much as you're watching them. Mm-hmm. So I, I did like the vibe here. Uh, for sure. Will you guys be touring now that this is happening? Um, 
It, it sort of depends. We're kind of, uh, again, still trying to kind of formulate a solid plan sure. um, that we can actually implement. But um, right now we just have a couple shows coming up, like in the Halifax area that we're planning for. Um, and then ideally, once we get our um, some new music recorded, we'll be able to plan some like shows and some East Coast dates around that Mm -hmm. um we've only played in like within nova scotia so we'd like to you know get to new brunswick and pei Mm -hmm. um potentially newfoundland depending on how how things go maybe Um, the ecma is again in may (laughs) yeah yeah hopefully fingers crossed Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so it's still sort of up in the air as far as uh our solid plans go but um, and the few standalone shows that you do have tentatively scheduled is that with uh, other bands you guys obviously have connections with a lot of the halifax scene yeah so we're, we're playing with um kristen martell at the state at st andrews on december 13th so okay it's part of their um uh stage mondays uh it's like kind of a new um a new set of shows that they released in the past year. Cool. Um, we're pretty excited to do that because it, it's mostly um, like headlined by female led bands or female artists and supported by like um, queer or female bands as well, which is, which is cool. Have that representation. Um, and then we're planning a show of our own in February um, with, with a couple other bands in the city oh, cool. as well. Yeah. So th- that's, that's still pretty new. So we haven't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. too many of the details, but, uh, yeah, well, we personally will be keeping an eye out on it. But the other thing too, I can extend the offer that if you want to promote anything, just let us know. You got my email and your cool. social media contacts Sweet. and stuff. We can always plug something or if you want to come back in the future, we'll be doing sure. a lot of episodes in the future. So, awesome. <laughs> cool. so is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, no, just, yeah, get out, see some music. <laughs> now that we can, support your local artists. Um, I know it's, uh, you know, easy to fall into listening to the same stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. That might not necessarily be local, but uh, Nova Scotia has some pretty incredible music. So it, it's definitely things that people should be checking out more of. Um, and, and I'm sure some of my friends are probably sick and tired of me talking to them about how much they should <laughs> listen to local music, but yeah. it, there's a market here that's like crazy good. So it's, I'm, I'm that, going through a similar experience where normally I would follow a few local bands, but when you're in mixed company, you talk about like the new Metallica or Taylor Swift or whatever yeah, is exactly. the mainstream. Yeah. So I'm not are, talking a whole lot about Taylor Swift in my yeah. groups, but eh, whatever. <laughs> but uh, he had a Taylor Swift anecdote from earlier. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you got me all thrown off with the Taylor Swift now. There you go. You know, talking about the local artists doing this and everything, it, it is really, if anyone does give it a chance, it's phenomenal it's how many people are in yeah. your backyard. Yeah. Like, if mm-hmm. you name a musician from anywhere else in the world, I could probably name somebody from Nova Scotia that does that exact thing. Yeah, exactly. And it may be better. Yeah. So absolutely. you don't have to go far to see it. You just need to be aware. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing, too. It's just like some people just don't, they've never been to a live show like from a local artist or anything like that. So it's a matter of, you know, dragging your friends out to shows that they haven't been to before, yeah. which, I, which I've done plenty of times. Um, just harassing my friends to come to these bands that they've never seen, but they usually love it because it's just like, it's, that's the thing. They love it. And it was worthwhile bugging. I mean, they think you're being weird at first, but then they love it. And you're like, (laughs) see, I was right. all along." Yeah, exactly. So you always have the question. Yeah. So uh, where can we find you online? Uh, Yeah. So you can, um, our main social media is um, good, dear, good on Instagram, but we're pretty much good, dear, good or good, dear, good music uh, across the board. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
um, YouTube, and then um, all streaming platforms that most like mostly anybody uses, um, so like Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, TikTok, <laughs> um, anything. Yeah, we're pretty much all over. There. I always claim TikTok. I never use it, but if I'm cr- creating something, I claim the name just in case I decide just to figure out what TikTok is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And those two singles are on Bandcamp, correct? Yes. Yeah. I, I, are they a dollar each? Is that all? Um, I'm not really. I think they're just pay what you can. Pay what you can. Yeah, I don't think you have yeah. to buy them unless you feel like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. You cheapskates. You can get some free music. Yeah, exactly. Or you could give them two bucks so they can finish that album. Yeah, or ten exactly. cents. You heard it here first. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And like I said, we'll take those songs on the end. Awesome. Uh, if there's anything else before we air it, just let us know, and uh, I'll get back to you with the air date. Cool. So, uh, we're good. And we're getting drowned out by some music behind yeah, us here. Better so wrop her up before that bass gets now, too so, heavy. Yeah. All right. Thanks for uh, joining Jam Sessions behind. No, it's not behind the scenes. It's backstage at the Nova Scotia Music Week 2021. And uh, thanks, Tim, for coming out. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Goodbye now. Yeah.